Sometimes communication, and this is important. If you're single, uh, you need to pay a, a special attention to the truths that are about to be spoken about communications and relationships. Because if, if you're in a dating situation, the, the term that I like to call it is you are dating the best and you'll end up marrying the rest. So if you're, da- if you're in a dating situation and if it's not the best, uh, just go ahead and push delete and start again, okay? <laughs> Just, just delete that one and start again because this is the, your the person you're dating is on their best behavior. So, the problem is that whenever a couple hears about there's a marriage conference, there's a marriage or go through marriage counseling, one of the people think, "I am going to discover the secret of marriage." I'm going to discover, we're going to go to this conference and discover the secret of marriage. And their mate usually is thinking to themselves, I know everything about marriage. I've been married for so long. What do I not know about marriage? And so that is what we have to overcome. And guess what? I believe that for those of you who've been married for some time, you have heard everything on marriage. You have. You're just not doing it. I just want you to know, hearing is not enough. There's just systematic following through and doing it, the duration of your marriage. So in that, okay, first of all, let me ask, are there any hidden secrets about marriage? I'm asking, and you're supposed to read, no, no, there isn't. I'm not going to wow anybody in here today. If anything you hear, you're going to go, oh, crap, I forgot that. (laughs) So that's okay. That's okay. So let's get started. And and we need to to recognize that from the very beginning, marriage is a relationship. You know, some people go, well, it's a partnership. No, that's what you do in business. It is a relationship. And, And the, the whole idea, the whole theme of God is relationship. There is a relationship between God and his son. And the son and the Holy Spirit. And said so they're one. And that's what the marriage relationship is supposed to speak of. The oneness of God in the Godhead. They said when you, a husband and wife come together and they get married, they are considered what? One. Marriage is to, to, to point to the Godhead, and it's all about relationship. Jesus said, he goes, I am one with my Father. It, it, it was, it was a, something that he spoke openly. How many of you ever heard your mate say, this is the one I'm one with? Especially after an argument. This is the one I'm one with. Wow. And in Ephesians 6, it says, listen, glorify Christ by respecting one another. So when you don't respect or honor your mate, you're disrespecting the work Jesus did for us, that you're a part of this kingdom because the kingdom is about relationship. So the churches of relationships is that we are the bride of Christ. Any kind of relationship depends 
on communication. A relationship without communication is not a relationship. It's an understanding. And most of us who've had friends who've been married, and you know that they're on the outs, they're arguing, says, well, we have an understanding. <laughs> that is just the, the white flag sending up, says, we don't have a marriage anymore, we have an understanding. Because to have a marriage, you have to communicate. And there's a couple of levels that we communicate on, which we're going to discuss two of the five. So, <clears throat> At every level of life, we need the ability and the opportunity to communicate what we feel and mean. There's two different things. There's things that you feel and there's things that you mean. You communicate on those two levels without words interrupted, without our words being interrupted by the other. So if I'm going to be in a communication with you and I'm presenting something, what I mean you can't tell me what I mean, and you can't tell me how I feel. The only way that's communicated to you is through me. And some of us don't do a good job of it. Sometimes we're not communicating what we mean. We're, you think that we're trying to communicate how I feel or vice versa. So, and th wait, let me back that up. Is, is Paul Greenwald here? Please, Paul, please stand. Some of you, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, we didn't realize that these words would still be around, but we were having a marriage conference, and I think we were having a workshop, and the prophet Paul Greenwald spoke. <laughs> the only problem with talking to your wife is it usually leads to more talking. <laughs> <laughs> How many men can say amen? <laughs> That's the best amen we've ever had in this church. <laughs> well, the specialists say that there are five levels of communication. Uh, we're only going to talk about two today because of time, and I've already been educated beyond my intelligence. So we're just going to deal with two. First one is topical communication. It is issues like money, work, toilet paper, and kids. Remember the toilet paper crisis? That was that was a topical issue with me. I came, I come home, and there's a box this big that Amazon delivered. I opened it up. Guess what? It's full of. <laughs> it's an issue. The second one is this. <laughs> Relational communication, communication that stirs what? Emotions? While we are speaking topically about money, work, toilet paper, and kids. Wow. In that conversation, we communicate personal value, honor, and love. Here's the problem. The person who is speaking topically doesn't realize the person they're speaking to is receiving it relationally. There's hurt feelings. Break, a, 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 a break in relationship. The two levels 
usually are happening at the same time. One person is speaking. They could be speaking relationally and the person hearing thinking topically and they want to argue with it. That's not, that's not true. That's not, you know. All right, so I'm speaking relationally about toilet paper. I'm upset. How much money do we spend? Why do we need 60 rolls of toilet paper? Where are we going to put it? The person you're talking to may be receiving this relationally. I'm not aware of it. I'm making, I'm making a point which is good. That's a pretty honest question. We're going to put them under the bed? We're going to... She's receiving it completely different. And, and it's just a... Let me tell you a story. A couple goes out to a movie. After the movie, he says, honey, let's go get an ice cream. And they go get an ice cream. And they go, what do you want? She wants a vanilla. He goes, okay. He goes up, and he sees that a scoop of ice cream is $15. He goes, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. $15. We're going to get one scoop, okay? One scoop. We'll share it. Oh, and by the way, for $15, let's get something exotic. Vanilla is a stupid choice for $15. Good. What has happened? Was he speaking relationally? No, he was speaking topically. <laughs> Relationally, <laughs> he did communicate. He did not communicate. Topically, he did. What do you think she felt like? Do you think that she immediately went topical? That's right. It's not. Here's what she thought: I'm not worth fifteen dollars, and I'm stupid. I don't have a say in this. We're getting. You know, pecan, butter, pecan, blueberry, raspberry ice cream. I'm allergic to raspberries. <laughs> How many would agree with me that does he have the right to speak his feelings? Does he have the right to be honest? Yes. He's just sharing how he feels. He's being honest, topically. Relationally, he is a disaster. And now he's not going to understand what's wrong. You don't want ice cream? Good, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> this guy's got, he is, an, he is an airliner with both engines on fire pointing to the ground. There's no pulling back on the stick to save this. You know, you just say, honey, here's a parachute jump. So, <laughs> wow. Well, Romans 13, 7, give everyone what you owe them. If you owe them taxes, pay taxes. If you owe them revenue, it's a bad time to be talking about taxes, isn't it? <laughs> if you owe revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. To be in a relationship, 
you communicate. And that communication demands that you give honor and respect. That's what brings value to a person. Uh, when a person doesn't feel valued, well, giving honor and respect is showing value to that person for who they are. If you disagree with them, if someone tells you something and you disagree with it, that's your need to respect. So let's just say they, you know, they like something or they feel this way about something and you want to correct them. It's giving honor and respect is showing value to the person that they are, not who you want them to be. For some reason, there's, there's this thing with adults that we think we need to correct everyone, set them straight. I remember my grandchildren, I saw Bella. How old is Bella? 14, and she's talking to baby sister. How old is baby sister? Four. And so baby sister was saying something about putting water in this and drinking it. And Bella, who is the firstborn, has to make everything right. And she's correcting the, the 14-year-old is correcting the 4-year-old. goes, no, no, you can't mix that with that. And, and I said, I, I, and I, I love Bella. She's so adult. Uh, <laughs> that's an adult, <laughs> the firstborn characteristic. And I said, Listen, your baby sister just wants to be heard. She doesn't need to be correct. Is that love? Now, some of you men are going, no, not correct. Topical, not relational. I'm sitting there going, yeah, let's mix them together. And I'm making like I'm drinking it. And <laughs> are, are, you, are, you, are you starting to see the difference? of? We can be speaking topically, and the person is receiving it relationally. And here's where they're wrong. They don't, they need to say, wait a minute, we need to stop right now because I'm receiving this relationally in my feelings. You're just trying to, to make the facts and to be correct. That's not what I'm feeling in here. This is no secret, man. You used to do it when you were dating. Well, here's what happens. You need to repent, whoever the party is. If you're feeling emotional, you need to repent because you know they're talking topically. If you're speaking topically, the, the, the person's receiving it relationally. Here's how you, you don't repent because you're wrong. People think, well, I'm not wrong. What I said were the facts. No. You repent because you're sorry. I'm sorry that my actions, doesn't matter if they're right. I'm sorry that my actions has produced this hurt in our relationship. Not just you. But if they're feeling it, it's going to show up in your relationship with them. If they're feeling it, they're coming back because the Bible says you are. There's no way I can hurt this person or not respect or honor or value them without it soon reflecting back on me. That's love. 
That's communication. That's honoring being one. Wow. You, you, you can't tell someone to stop feeling. And, and um, so many of us, if you've had children or been married long enough, you're going, that's not what I'm saying. Stop feeling like that. You cannot stop a feeling. What you can do is replace the feeling. I can't tell you to stop feeling. Can I tell you to stop feeling right now? Do you feel a breeze on your face? Do you feel warm? Do you feel cold? Stop it! <laughs> now, what I have to do is bring you another feeling. Here's a sweater. You're not feeling love? Well, let me tell you, I am sorry for how I made you feel. I didn't realize I was speaking topically. I didn't recognize your emotions. That's not what I meant. I know it's what I said, but it's not what I meant. I'm sorry. I love you. What have I done? I am trying to replace that feeling with another feeling. If I put the feeling in you, it is my responsibility to take that feeling and give you another one. A child who is scared, afraid at night. Do you walk in there? They're crying. Oh, there's somebody under my bed. Stop it. That settles it. How many know it's not going to settle it until you put another feeling in that child of safety, security? You crawl into bed with it. You have it get in, in your bed. You replace. If you produce the feeling in someone, replace the feeling. You cannot tell them to stop feeling. Act like an adult. Can't tell your feelings to act like an adult when it's feeling. Feelings don't have to be the truth, but they feel real. So, here's some things. The first thing you have to do in a relationship is you need to ask your mate, do you feel like I'm devaluing you in this conversation? Do you feel like this conversation about money right now is devaluing you? If it is, we need to stop because that's not what I want to do. We'll pick this up tomorrow or the next day. Crystal and I all have, we, we all, we've always practiced the escape hatch. If I'm talking uh, topically and I cross a line, and I can always see it on, fa on her face. And she goes, we'll talk about this when I'm ready. And she walks off. And immediately I'm going, thank God. <laughs> because I was smelling smoke in the cabin. <laughs> I heard the engines winding down. They're struggling. So how do you relate? Your goal is to understand with the feeling of your partner. If you're trying to bring something topical, recognize it always is going to go to a feeling with them, typically. Wow. Here's some ground rules for communication. One partner, share at a time. And let me tell you, you can get this list out. If you know that there's something that you have to talk about that is sensitive, 
It's like, okay, here's the list. One partner shares at a time. Who's first? Of course you are, honey. Not one interruption when sharing. Stay on one subject. One. Here's a, here's a typical man thing. If you know you're losing, switch subjects. Get a better one. I know this was just me, but last month you, yeah. You know, people say, you, you know, you're you're getting hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical's better than historical. Where well, women can remember, I can't remember the date, and my wife can tell me what I was doing on this date 20 years ago. Both commit to work on one miscommunication at a time. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. So there. Here's small group questions. It doesn't have to be small group. If you have your phones, this is a picture you want to take. Ask your partner, do I devalue you? After any conversation, I don't care if they're smiling at you. If you, if you had something to explain about the day or what you want to see done or your future, always ask at the end, did, 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 did this devalue you? You will be amazed at what you hear. Do I talk on two levels and don't know it? Now, I threw in a third. Here are some questions that you need to answer for your mate, whoever you have a communication you, you, you communicate with, it says, car and driving, is this a topical issue for you? Put a T. Close. No, that's relation. <laughs> you know? Education. Can we talk about education and keep it topical? Or is it going to end up where it hurts you? That you feel emotional. Here's the biggie. And this is a fill-in. There's, the, there's not enough time or space on the screen to put all the topics that need to be talked about. But there's many of us who are walking around in a relationship. You love your mate. But every time that subject comes up, they're not aware that you're feeling it, that they're hurting the relationship. And I want you to know it's just not about you. It's about them. Because like I said, if it's causing hurt feelings in you, in some way it comes back and shines on them. And out of love, you need to let them know. You know, whenever we talk about your education, my education, or me needing to get more education, emotionally, it's not a topical, I mean, it can be a topical thing, but it hits me emotionally. I'm afraid to do it. I don't want to do it. I think you hold this against me. That is the key to love that communicates. You want love to communicate. Above all things, love. Love.